Welcome into Night Moods HD, HDQ, excuse me everyone. <laughs> Had to get my um, yeah, mouth together to come back into inspiration side of the show. And you're joining the also the live stream and also the podcast channels. Welcome in everyone. Double dose of work tonight. 30 minutes on the show remaining and we're going to be switching into the special podcast show. Where you can call in. We're talking about time for a new beginning and it's three months into 2022, and how many of you wish you could start over? Let's be honest. I'll wait. It's interesting to find truth when you look in the mirror. And maybe these last three months really didn't get off to the start that you thought they were going to get off. And maybe you have been dragging. And see, you are now in the to the official season two of Night Moods. Just want to welcome you to a new beginning. Four months ago, we started the show, and a little over three months ago, we started the podcast. And so we took a rest, and we are coming back strong. And we realized that. There's maybe a new beginning that needs to begin. And maybe that's one way to start a new season is to start fresh, start new. And that all depends on who you see in the mirror and, and what you see and, and what you look like and what you sound like. Does <clears throat> it clear my throat there? So we're starting over. And again, how many of you need a new beginning like yesterday? Like you're having that movies like that Groundhog Day. They actually filmed part of that movie here in Northern Illinois. Part of it um, with Bill Murray. Actually right in our backyard uh, in the quarry. There's a scene in the movie that they shot here. I remember being here visiting my parents uh, when they did that movie. So some of you are like having this Groundhog Day moment. And in all reality, in all seriousness... See, we come to the bridge, and you get to cross the bridge. For those of you who join on the radio show, and, and you come through relaxation. And this bridge is naturally vital for your destination. Bridge is connected to the other side. And so, maybe you are at the bridge, and you have been, maybe in fear, maybe scared to cross the bridge, maybe because there's... A mystery of what's on the other side of the bridge. Fear of the unknown. Does that sound familiar to some of you? Maybe you just can't trust yourself to complete the mission. I don't know. What's going on with you why you can't get across the bridge is between you and the person in the mirror. And you're listening to this. What's going on with you if you're born again, but you don't want to cooperate or you don't want to trust the Holy Spirit. Maybe you don't fully realize or understand his function, his responsibilities, his purposes. Well, that's John chapter 16, verse 7 through 14. For those of you who want to take that journey while you're sitting here at the bridge, and then there's many of you who are who want who can cross the bridge. Maybe there's some of you that are walking with trepidation. A little bit of apprehension. Because you don't know if a wind gust is going to come. And maybe 
knock the natural bridge off or maybe there'll be a car coming and get weird on the road and maybe take you out that, that's 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 that fear percolating in your mind and and then there's the confident night owls that understand if we just get across the bridge we're headed to the destination and so this natural bridge with the mechanics and the bolts and the structure pieces that supply the strength to hold you vehicles they're in place for such a time to get you across and there's times when those people who come and they know what to do and how to maintain bridges know how to maintain bridges and then on the spiritual side of life the Holy Spirit leading all of us guiding all of us prophesying before us transferring what he receives from heaven to us and declaring from Jesus glorifying Jesus but you don't know how to walk with them that's a hard one that's a hard one so here we're going to dial back on this part of the show and uh, if you want to call in you're able to call in you want to comment you can go to social media night moods hdq and comment there or if you want to connect with us on any of the platforms during the show or even after the episode of the the podcast you can do so because we're talking about a new beginning and when you're starting over starting over means you're going back to the original position to start again but I think the problem many people run into is simply this when you want to start over you want to take your friends you want to take your situations your circumstances you want to take all that back with you and start through that over now pay attention to what I'm saying because I think and I'm going to use a track analogy because I used to be a track guy I used to run track in high school and dabbled in track in college in my college years more so in football more so in baseball um, but I understand track uh, my wife ran track when you are in oh gosh the gate um, what do they call that equipment now, I said I used to be a track guy but when you take your marks and you set your you set your spots for your foot placements on this contraption and I'll start with my left foot I throw right I'm kind of ambidextrous so I'll start I'll start with my left foot I just get more of a, a strength in my left foot but I can use my right foot either way but when you when you start a race and you get set you take your mark and then you hear for the gun to sound off and then there's either a false start that happens and it's it happens every time there's a false start meaning someone has jumped before the gun and everyone has to come back to the set position to take their mark again to restart the race now that was a soft analogy to what it's like every year for many people who 
do a New Year's resolution. I don't really follow or believe in New, Re New Year's resolutions, but it's like people do this, I want to reset, restart my life January 1st. Okay, I get it. Um, and with the New Year's resolutions, some may want to like learn a new hobby, uh, learn a new skill, um, but it's all under the classification or the category of bettering oneself, right? But when you restart, one of the problems I am observing is people want to restart what their entire surrounding. They want to bring the surrounding back with them to restart. And I don't think that's how restarts happen. Because the restart is an isolated activity. And so whenever you, you want to reset, like electronics, you're, you're resetting the, the one gadget, right? You're not going around resetting everyone's gadget because you're resetting your gadget. You see what I'm saying? Does it make a little bit of sense there? And I think that's one, when I'm ob observing others, whether they're in business, uh, education, or the ministry, um, the restart is, it's like a group effort. But your, your life is not a group effort. It's your life. You, you are the steward of your life. So when you're restarting, it has everything to do with you, your body, your mind, your soul, and your spirit. It has nothing to do with your atmosphere, your territory, and your surrounding, surroundings. And a restart is not moving to another city or location to start fresh in a city or location because you have not addressed you from the false start or from the missteps or from or from anything that has caused you to trip up tap out or fall short of whatever the success whatever the goals or dreams that you failed in so this restart has everything to do with you, your mind, your mindset, your mind state, two different things, your body, because you got to bring all that back to start again. And you cannot, hear me in this, it's, you cannot restart your entire atmosphere. I'll use this another analogy. Um, when when you're restarting or resetting, sometimes you apply that to like house cleaning. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna it's springtime. I'm gonna uh, remodel so that I can feel better in my environment. Um, I can feel better in my atmosphere. I can feel good about myself again because I'm doing something external. Everything about false restarts have everything to do about the external. A true restart has everything to do about the internal, your system. And your system are your mechanics. Your body, mind, soul, spirit, your mechanics. So if you are 
outwardly restarting, but never inwardly restarting, you're going to set yourself up for failure. True story. And here's the hope with this series, Time for a New Beginning, because we're going to switch, um, and I want you to carry with me through this uh, on the upload on, on the, the podcast and even on the channels here and the live stream, excuse me. So you're going to get some more of this later. But for right now, you have to understand that this restart has to begin internally. You cannot restart others that may be an extension of you, but they're not you. So when we are restarting, we are going back to the original state to begin again. The restart or a new beginning is going back to original state to begin again. So that means you have to turn around and go back to the beginning. And sometimes when we deal with life or life deals with us, we compartmentalize life and we put things up and we put things in closets so that they don't get exposed. And we kind of leave them there or we don't want to deal with them and we act as if the consequences that have come out of situations, circumstances, and or crises, because these have everything to do with life, the consequences we never have to deal with. But if we leave the consequences there and we go back, guess what you're going to go through again? Those consequences. They're waiting for you in the restart. So it's like doing an about face, picking up the flags that are on the ground or picking up the cones or the bags of life, your life markers, and going through and dealing with each one as you begin to restart again. You have to deal with the consequences of life. You can't leave a village and go to a different village and think the consequences are not going to follow you because there are spiritual ramifications dealing with the consequences. I hope you understand what I'm talking about. This is fun for me because we're talking about a new beginning for life. So on this night, in this moment, we're talking about season two, starting over again. And I'm going to share with you a couple scriptures. I got a handful of scriptures, but I'm going to share with you a couple of scriptures to practically help you go back to the beginning and restart again from this moment. So maybe um, it is the 25th of March where you're listening to, and many of you are listening to March 24th in in real in real time but and then some of you are going to listen to this on a rebroadcast so this is a living word for you in the moment i hope that makes sense so some of you are coming to this moment saying i'm i'm stuck i'm in i'm in quicksand i'm drowning um i don't know how to get out but you you make the practical steps now to either grab a hand that's come to your aid and accept the hand that's come to your aid to pull you out so that you can restart again or you can continue. But I'm talking about time for a new beginning. And when it's time for a new beginning, it has everything to do with you, your mind, your body, your soul, and your spirit. 
And in the time for a beginning, you have to handle consequences in order to restart again. Meaning, I'll go back to the analogy of track. When you jump start or false start, that means you have to reset the mind not to move the body before the sound of the gun. The consequences were you false started and so everyone had to restart because of you false starting. Now, if you false start again in track, you disqualified, you DQ. So you have to now reset the mind, that's mindset, and then mind state has to be re-altered so that it can move mechanically at the sound of an instrument. So in the same way, and this will be challenging for some, because some are very cavalier in dealing with their consequences. Meaning you'll let the consequence linger and you're going to be the one running away from it. But you have to deal with the consequences when you have a restart. When you want to start a new beginning, a new beginning, you have to deal with those consequences. If you don't deal with the consequences when you restart again, you're going to go through those consequences. That is a spiritual law. Now, what am I saying? Oh, this is going to get fun. Let's get after this, after this short short break talking about time for a new beginning right here inside the lab i'm in the captain's chair we're on season two stay with me grab your bibles this is going to be fun on an extended show and i hope you're getting something out of this um we're about 15 seconds out coming back into the show here and we're going through 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 11, 1 Peter chapter 2 and 1 through 3. Um, starting over, Isaiah 40, 30 and 31. Hey, it's Michael here inside the lab on season 2, new beginning. Uh, we're not starting over. We're just putting another layer of a season on top of another season. And so we are in a new season, picking up on the original layer from the, the relaunch and the launch of Night Moves HDQ, the podcast as well. Okay, so I was talking about this new beginning and, and dealing with consequences, and it's consequential that as you start fresh, that you handle consequences because the consequences are waiting for you. It's like they are suspended in reality, waiting for you to come back through life to jump on you and say, remember me when you did this and did that back in the previous season? Well, I'm here now. And now before you go forward, you're going to have to deal with me or I get to deal with you. And then we get to start back over again. So these consequences are something that everyone has to deal with, especially when we're talking about beginning new, restarting again. You, you have... Two beginnings, and these are the two beginnings. One's at birth, and one's at your born-again experience. A natural and a spiritual beginning. Now, you're going to recreate new beginnings when you elevate from elementary school to middle school, middle school to high school, high school to 
post-secondary schools, secondary, post-secondary school, college, university to um, graduate school. So you're, you're starting a new season and doing something new and you're the same person. You're going to establish new mindset and new uh, mind states in dealing. But I'm talking about when you're dealing with life and you just want to start over. And there's distinctions in what I'm dealing with and the consequences that you're going to either come through or they're going to come through you, come for you too. Let's look at some of these scriptures. Practical, practical wisdom. I want you to write these down, take these and apply these for your understanding spiritually. Now you listening to the show, you're not saved nor you're born again. And that is where you're here and why you're here because the Holy Spirit has you here he's pricking your heart he's convincing persuading your mind and also he's convicting the mind this is your moment by the way this is your moment to repent because the kingdom of heaven is a living kingdom it is presently at hand and this is your moment to begin to be reborn to start over again but you're starting over spiritually than naturally so there's an there is um an evolution spiritually that needs to happen for anyone who isn't saved and born again who becomes born again see there is another beginning spiritually the natural now has to walk in harmony with the spiritual okay all right, let's look at, um, let me go back up here. I said 1 Corinthians. I kind of messed up, made a mistake. It's actually, we're going to go before 1 Corinthians chapter 13. We're going to look at Galatians chapter 2 and 20. Galatians 2 and 20. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in Jesus Christ, who loved me and gave himself up for me. See, this goes in co-signing what I just was talking to you about. So, without throwing the Bible at you, without throwing the kingdom at you, I have indirectly brought you into the kingdom and just given you a fundamental basis of what it means to become start over again in a new beginning. So, Galatians 2 and 20, I want you to write these down. So, you being born again, this is how cool starting over is in the kingdom. Because you've worked and you may have had successes in the natural, but you have come to burnout, you have come to a dead end, you have come to brokenness, you have come to a place where you just can't elevate any more past the natural. And in any I don't know if it is it in any society, he is still God. In any culture, he is still God. He is still king. He is still judge. And Jesus Christ is still Jesus Christ who came to redeem those back to the Father. And so for you starting over again, you have to understand that you have been crucified. And I say this a lot. Put this in first person. Put this in first person. And so when you apply the scriptures, you're applying them physically, mentally, with a new mindset of first person. 
So anytime I am studying the scriptures, I apply myself in the scriptures where it matters and, and where I see a fit for me. Proverbs 4 and 7, I want to kind of get through these first four and then kind of double back and spend some more time. So Proverbs 4 and 7, um, starting over, um, the beginning of wisdom is to acquire wisdom. And with all your acquiring, get understanding. So these are spiritual understandings. This is Isaiah 11 and 2. The names of the principal spirits that set before the throne of grace. The beginning of wisdom. So when we're born again, is a beginning of gracing and, and growing in the spirit of wisdom. So we have natural wisdom. Then we have spiritual wisdom. The natural wisdom ends and, and the minute, the second pass, natural wisdom or natural logic, the supernatural begins. So it actually extends where logic ends. Supernatural extends where logic ends. The beginning of wisdom is to acquire wisdom, to find wisdom, to acquire it, possess it. And with all your acquiring, get the spirit of understanding. And when you have the understanding to wisdom, it becomes a reality. Wisdom is truth experienced. So when you find wisdom or truth experience, let me bring this up here so I can kind of break this out for you. Where are we at here? There we go. So, the beginning of wisdom, get wisdom. Now, wisdom in the Hebrew is chokmah. This is skill, a technical skill set, a, a, and also understood as um, to act wisely, um, experienced shrewdness to have the marriage of knowledge and understanding brings forth wisdom so the marriage of knowledge and understanding brings forth wisdom now i've talked about first corinthians 13 11 here real quick you're going to hear some music here on the radio side i'm going to catch you for our weekly series tomorrow a new weekly series because it's a new season for spiritual maintenance join me here at 10 30 right here in Night Moves HDQ. 1 Corinthians chapter 13 and 11. When I was a child, I used to speak like a child, think like a child, reason like a child. But when I became a man, I did away with childish things. There's a transfer that happens when you start over again, spiritually. You no longer think immature. You begin to think with maturity. That is loud in my ear, but that's okay. First Peter 2 and 1 and 3, and I'm going to close you out with this one here. Therefore, putting aside all malice, all deceit, all hypocrisy, and all envy, all slander, like newborn babies, long for the pure milk of the word, so that by the pure milk of the word you may grow in respect to salvation, your freedom. If you have tasted the kindness of the Lord, Time for a new beginning. Look in the mirror. Send an email. I will definitely get you the links 
to help you through the new beginning. See you on the other side of the podcast is Michael here inside Night Moves HDQ. Good night for now. Got that through here. So I want to kind of break this down a little bit more. This is really kind of cool. It's really kind of needed. Talking about when it's time for a new beginning. First Peter chapter two, verse one and three. I want to look at this some more over here. Um, where are we at here? Do, 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 do. And how many of you realize that it's time for a new beginning, but maybe you don't know where to start? I'm going to give you these practical steps. Maybe I can call them steps. Maybe I can call them just what they are. Um, they are just tools of motivation to mobilize you, to motivate you in how to restart. If you want to restart, there these biblical scriptures are going to help you restart. Now, First Peter chapter 2 and 1 through 3, I just gave to you now, Isaiah chapter 40, 30 and 31. Though youths grow weary and tired and vigorous young men stumble badly, yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. Now, this has everything to do with Isaiah 15 and 30. It's really kind of cool here. Um, let me move this over here and do it again. This is really kind of cool. This is Isaiah 40 and 31. 40 and 30. First 30 and 31, excuse me. Though youths grow weary and tired. So that's the youth. And so the young men, which are your late teens to early 20s, late 20s, your vigorous young men stumble badly. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. Now right there you can apply Isaiah 11 and, no, Isaiah 30 and 15. Why do you keep saying Isaiah 11 and 13? I don't know. Um, Isaiah 11, Isaiah 30 and 15. I'll get this right. One of these nights, I'm going to get this right. Isaiah 30 and 15. I'm going to read Isaiah 40, verse 30 and 31 again. Giving you steps. Giving you, teaching you how to start new spiritually. Again, a new beginning. So if you're coming to the show and you are stuck in a rut, if you are, you can't get any traction, it has not been cool with everything that's been going on in these three months of a new year, and you want to start over again. Well, you can. You just handle the consequences, and then when you handle the consequences, you're going back to restart. So this all depends on where you are at with you. And your spirituality, your relationship to our Heavenly Father through Jesus Christ. Do you believe in Jesus Christ? Have you been saved? And are you filled with the Holy Spirit that's born again? So, those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. Now, Isaiah 30 and 15, you can apply this right here. For the Lord Yahweh, the Holy One of Israel, said this. In returning and rest, you shall be saved. So he's saying, now return back to him to begin again. Your strength shall be in quietness and trust. 
want to make sure I end the, the radio show there. All right, there we go. Thank you. So when you come and return to the Father again, it's it's an automatic restart to get back in the continuation of the mission. This is why it's important to draw into his rest so that he can strengthen you in your quietness and in your trust. So at the other end of Isaiah 40 and 30 and 31, they will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. So Father is your Genesis. He's your beginning all the time. And so the reset and the restart can happen daily because you're going back to the Father who is strengthening you to get back into the continuation of the mission of life. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord, Abba Father, with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge Abba Father and he will make your path straight. The paths will always be consistent. We are the ones who could and can and will be inconsistent. See, Father will make the path straight. If the path is crooked, Father makes the path crooked because you're walking on something that has already been prepared for you. No one's creating their own path. He is the author and the finisher. And seriously speaking, when I say no one creates their own path, the facade is, yeah, you can create your own destiny. Okay, wonderful. So if you can create your own destiny, that means you have complete control of the future. And we simply don't. That's why we're at the mercy of Father in this deal. We're at the mercy of Father in this deal, and so is the adversary. This is why it's important. If, if you're wanting and desiring to start over again, spiritually is the way to handle it. Naturally has got you to this position and this countenance, and you have not mastered this moment up to this moment. And so now, the quick the quicksand analogy, and now the tiredness of treading uh, and growing weary and getting tired and and the strength is is losing leaving you. And so you're, you're like, what do I do? I can't handle it. What do I do? It's, it's too much. I am taxed. I am overburdened. I am wiped out. Time for a new beginning. Your new beginning has everything to do with who's up on the throne. And this is for all of you who's born again. The Holy Spirit is the helper in this situation. Every one of these shows that I do, the realization in truth is, without the Holy Spirit, it's like what Jesus said, without me, you can't do anything. He said in John chapter 15. Now, granted, there will be swarms of numbers who have their their successes in the world okay swarms percentages of numbers of of brothers and sisters who will have their present success in the world but when you have or if you have a conversation with them what comes after their present success what can they tell you about what comes after their present success 
what's in store for those successful ones that even in my younger days, I would be like, man, I wish I could be such and such, or I wish I can have what such and such had because man, they have a lot. And or, or I would measure myself up to my younger brothers because naturally my younger brothers are financially more successful than I am. Spiritually different conversation. So naturally I have exactly what my Heavenly Father needs me to have in the present moment. And even when I played football and was able to receive, I didn't understand how to utilize the resources financially and burn through it. So I have what I have and he gives me what I need and same with my wife. And this is what we have. I've learned this since 2007. This has been like clockwork. Even when we were homeless, this is, this was like such a learning, learning lesson. I want to talk about that. We would need food for just the day. And he would make it that we would have enough food for the three of us for that day. And we sat homeless for about 18 months and then we were in a hotel for a little over two years. And even in the hotel, you had to pay for the hotel setting. Um, one time, no, I'll give you uh, four times. Honestly speaking, four times we've had others pay for the hotel uh, in the ministry. But the other times we had to go and make the, earn the provision. And we would earn enough for, for the hotel plus food. And it became fun because we just knew that he would supply all of our needs if we sought him first and his righteousness. So we literally did what the scriptures say to do, even though we were going through a season that uh, was given to us to go through. And the cool part, when I say this, it messes with people's mind when I share the story about us being homeless. Um, we would go to the storage and get clothes, right? Uh, we had a, uh, Jill had a big house and we would, we had a big storage. So, you know, two car garage, three bedroom home in this massive storage. So we, you know, we had our storage set out where you can walk back there and we had our, our changing area back there. Um, it's really kind of cool. But back in the middle section of the storage, um, we had our ministry boxes. And this is really awesome. And really, I remember the day when I, I rode the bike over there to kind of get some things to go back to the hotel. And it's like the Holy Spirit said this. He said, go look in there. Now, back in 2011, I ordered some fundraising um, ministry things to fundraise for the church because no one in our church, no one in our ministry, even we had a few of our elders knew that we were homeless, but we were to tell nobody. So I went to the storage on this night and I'm talking about a new beginning, right? And the Holy Spirit said, open the box. Cause we, you know, we had a couple boxes open that we had to get to. Um, and the store facility on the east side of town by the highway, they were like really kind of cool. They really, everything in that season of life was so, divinely scheduled, divinely purposed. Um, 
I went back into the stores that night just to go get some more clothes for Jill and uh, Kira to go back to the hotel uh, on my road bike. And he, the Holy Spirit said to me, open that box. So I opened up the box. It was one of the ministry boxes that had um, fundraising material. But see, I never opened the fundraising material. And immediately I heard this, like I'm speaking to you. You've had this all this time, but you never opened it. This is what is going to get you out of your situation. And I tell you, as you are listening to me right now, I sat there in that storage. It was 9.30, a little after 9.30 at night. And I was like, you have got to be kidding me. I opened it up. I started, I had my flashlight um, because the light was in the front of the storage and the light in the back uh, was uh, not working. Had my, my flashlight and I was reading this box. And it was the complete kit for ministry fundraising, which opened us up to fundraising at what was then Bergner's. And we began to fundraise with um, cookbooks and selling popcorn. And then we got introduced to fundraising inside Bergner's for um, community days. The little coupon that Bergner used to have, and we would sell this inside Bergner's and I tell you what fundraising was the gold ticket the golden key that got us out of homelessness we began it was funny because we were sewing um, we were helping our, our global churches and being able to travel um, father placed us with a, a, a new van remember I told you about the van that um, a week ago it all went to pop mechanically. And then, what a week has been. We got the van fixed this morning. The ticket on the van, this awesome van blessed to us, $1,800 fix. Steering, uh, cracked. This, this is a 2003. It's loaded. Um, it's in uh, great condition. Leather seats, it's all this good stuff. But... Yeah, so we got the van fixed, so it's, it's been kind of like a weird week for me. So, but going back to when I was in the storage setting, and I was like having this life, I was so like beside myself, when you have got to be kidding me. This was now past 18 months of living, and then was a Versa, hatchback Versa, uh, with myself, Jill, and our last of six, Kira. And to be sitting in the storage, and he said, this is what... You never open to open a door for you to help the ministries, help the churches, and help you. Um, and he added to it. So we supplied resources and provision, and he added to the work. We got into our heritage, which is really kind of awesome. So we literally had to handle mindset, mind state, Going back to the beginning, and this was kind of funny for me because this was for me the second time being homeless. And I said this was an assignment that I had to walk through, and Jill had never been homeless. And so half of our ministries globally deal with rural, houseless brothers and sisters. So we went through this deal, and I'm talking about time for a new beginning. And Isaiah chapter 40 and 30 and verse 31. Proverbs chapter 3 and verse 5 through 6. Um, 1 Corinthians chapter 
13, 11. 1 Peter 2 and 1 through 3, these are things I literally were walking through without having to memorize it. It was like, wow, this, this is that in the scripture. I remember talking to Tim about this. This is that in the scripture. So here I am, and here I am now, sharing a portion of my of my world in a, a many seasons ago of starting over in a new beginning and having to deal with the consequences um, along the way. And I'm telling you, if you don't deal with the consequences when you're starting over, the consequences are waiting for you. And they'll be the one that trips you up. And the consequences will be the one that will make you mindset and mind state want to throw in the towel because you got to go back. But you don't have to go back because if you just deal with the consequences, you can continue in the journey of your new beginning. Let's keep, let's keep it going. I'm going to look at 2 Corinthians now, chapter 5 and 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Jesus, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Your old life is dead. And you can't take the old life with you. Behold, new things have come. But if you are, again, the consequences are what will keep you present past. The new things to come is your present future. So if you're forever a present living person who is always in your rear view mirror looking in your past, can't get out of your past, re-victimizing yourself because you're looking in your past. And what you're doing is you have never put the old things away. You have never put them out to the pastor to die. You've never released them out of your hands. You are carrying baggage that you don't need to carry. So consequences come with that, which those consequences for that is they immobilize you from going forward because you got to deal with the burden. You got to deal with the consequence. Ezekiel chapter 11, verse 19 and 20. Father says, and I will give them one heart and put a new spirit with them, the Holy Spirit. And I will take the heart of stone out of their flesh, a cold heart, a bitter heart, and give them a heart of flesh, no, excuse me, and give them a heart of flesh that they may walk in my statutes and keep my ordinances and do my statutes and my ordinances. Then they will be my people and I will be their God. This is Abba Father talking to the prophet Ezekiel about the children of Israel. A hard-headed, stiff-necked people but he said he had to do something with their heart by putting his spirit in a cold heart that was not even on fire to follow his statutes and ordinances anymore. Romans 12, I'm giving you learning steps, practical steps that you can hold on to that's going to help you to begin spiritually again. Old things have passed away. You're no longer a child. Now you're going to be maturing spiritually. Faith to faith, glory to glory. That's what that means. You are increasing in the measure of faith that you have been given. So whenever you increase in faith, it's our Heavenly Father that gives you the measure of faith. So he can increase the faith on your behalf by grace. And you don't have to work for it. You can't work for it if you could work for it. 
so his grace, the spirit of grace, extends the measure of faith that you continue to grow into. So you enlarge in stature spiritually in maturity in faith. Faith is Hebrews 11.1. 1. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, I'm in Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. These are motivational lessons that um, you can apply in starting over. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, by the mercies of God, plural, mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living and holy sacrifice. If you want to start over, handle this. Practically, handle what I'm sharing with you. Present your bodies as a living sacrifice, acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Your spiritual service of worship is to present your living bodies as a holy sacrifice. This is acceptable to the Father. So you're presenting your bodies in His presence. You're sacrificing your body out of the world, meaning you're departed from everything in the world, and you're you're presenting your temple in worship. This is your spiritual service of worship. Presenting your bodies as, as a living and holy sacrifice. This is acceptable to Abba Father. This is your spiritual service of worship. When you present your living and holy sacrifice, your body, when you present your body, Father, this is my body is yours. I'm going to worship you in spirit and in truth that I am sacrificing because you own me. I'm worshiping you. I'm giving you reverence. I'm giving you honor. And when you're doing these things, these very important practical things given to us by Apostle Paul by grace to the Roman church in Italy, this becomes acceptable, God, when you're starting new, starting fresh. And he says, which is your spiritual service of worship. This is Paul talking to the church. And do not be conformed to this world. So starting new, you have come from among, come from out of the world, and you're no longer conforming to world system, world culture, and world belief behaviors. They have the same systems that heaven has, but these are inferior systems at best. Three systems. I forgot the system. Belief behavior. Culture. I have really forgot the system. And I have taught this for years. So these same systems are inferior systems to the pattern of heaven. They have come from the pattern of heaven because you are spiritual systems. So you have belief behaviors. You have patterns. And the operations of how the structure of world functions. That's the best I'm going to give it to you because I'm having a brain fart. This is crazy because I've taught this for years. So, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So, when you look at Romans chapter 12, I want you to put and highlight this. All these scriptures I'm giving you, I want you to, to highlight all of these, but I want you to really highlight and focus in on Romans 12 and 1 and 2. 
So I'm going to give you some ones to focus in on. I want you to just take these and root them in your mind, your spirit, and your soul. Because when you're doing these things, this is what's going to help you take the initial steps by faith when you come and restart and get back into the mission field. The restart is a spiritual restart. Your restart is a spiritual restart. I can't believe I had a brain fart and totally forgot about how to describe the three orders in the world system and Father's kingdom system. So we'll get there. It's always late at night when I'm doing this, but there's no excuse. So Romans 12, 1 and 2. You're going to headline this. You're going to break these down into practical steps. And then you're going to apply yourself to the practical steps here. And you're not be conformed to this world. But be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And you renew your mind by the reading and studying of the scriptures. So that you may prove what the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect. So the will of God is what is good, what is acceptable, and what is perfect, what is mature. Okay? And like I said, there are plenty of motivational scriptures that can bring forth lessons for you to apply yourself in. These lessons are motivational steps that when you apply yourself to these, when you're walking out, the new spiritual beginning, which is distinct from your natural beginning. Because we literally cannot begin over because you can't be born naturally again, but you can be born spiritually again. And these seasons are cycles. And so you will cycle in one season into the next season. And so you are learning you in a new season and so you're learning a new mindset and a new mind state in a new season. But we go back to the Father to do what? Get re-strengthened in our quietness and in our trust. I, this is Isaiah 11, Isaiah 30 and 15. I do not know why I keep giving Isaiah 11 and 15. Just crazy. Helping you out with how to learn to step and walk when you're entering a new beginning and this is your born again experience this is everything to do with every day you not just check in but you go into your heavenly father and he is the one who strengthens you in your quietness and strengthens your trust so your trust determines the success nature to your steps in the mission but you're not trusting yourself in as much as you are trusting Abba Father, who is making the path from crooked to straight and places his spirit, the Holy Spirit in you, who is leading you and guiding you. So you cannot avail yourself to only trusting in you as you did in the world system and the world behavior patterns and then the world. See, I forgot it already again. I did it again. So you can't avail yourself in trusting in you and in the world systems. World beliefs and world patterns. So there's culture, belief, and world system systems. 
Lamentations, boy, I tell you. We'll get through this, guys. We'll get through this. Lamentations 3, 22, and 23. The Lord's loving kindness indeed never stops. For his compassions never fail. They are new every morning, and great is his faithfulness. So the Lord's loving kindness, when you are dealing with a new beginning, it has everything to do with your accessibility to your Heavenly Father and your proximity to Him. Why? Because He is the one who's strengthening you to maintain you in your life mission. Jeremiah, 9, uh, Jeremiah 29 and 11. This is Father, Heavenly Father speaking to the prophet Jeremiah. Another lesson, another type to help you motivate in a new beginning spiritually. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares Abba Father. Plans for your welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. So he knows the plan. That's why he, he, he can say, I order the steps of my righteous ones. He orders the steps because he knows the plans. He, he, he's in the destination. He's in the process. And if you trust him by his spirit in the process and you do the trusting by the spirit in the process by your surrender, your submission, your spiritual obedience, and your righteousness. This is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek the kingdom of heaven first and Father's righteousness. See, in the seeking, when you're starting over in a new beginning, what you're doing in the seeking is surrendering self and submitting self to his power and his authority. And you necessarily do not have to talk all the time when you are surrendering yourself because he will strengthen you when the quicker and accelerate in your quietness. Remember, he knows your thoughts before they ever leave your mouth. Proverbs 16 and 9. I hope you're getting something out of this. Want to hear from you? Let me know. Time for a new beginning. So when you are dealing with a new beginning, you have to be trusting present future. Just in the fact that Jeremiah 29 11 reiterates that he's in the present and future. So you can no longer live present past when you're in a new beginning. You have to maintain present future. Renew your mind by the renewing by the reading of the word. Romans 12. Uh, Romans 12, what am I saying? Romans 12, 1 and 2. Look at Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 9. This is really kind of cool. I might go a little bit uh, on an extra teaching on this because it's really interesting how this goes. The mind of a the mind of man's plans, the mind of man's plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. See, I was just talking about this. The mind of man plans his way. So you can determine. Father determines your future. You can create an opportunity for your future. But Father determines it. But he, but the Father directs your steps. This has been a challenge for me to bring all this out to you. I get excited because one, we're in a new season. We're in the second season of Night Moods. And I want you to enjoy the second season with me. I want you to participate as a night owl. I want you to email, comment. If you have questions, let's talk about it. And let's get you free, out of bondage, come out of religion.
It's time to be in the kingdom. Talk to you guys real soon.